Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It's the week 10 recap. Oh, God. We're almost there. We're almost there. We'll get there. It's the week 10 preview. Uh, there's just a lot of weird games this week. I don't know. There's a lot of weird matchups. So, Justin, are you ready? Yes, sir. Bert, let's get it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. Check them out at facevalueclothing.com. It's our last reminder before the fall winter drop 2022 this Saturday. Yep. 3 to 9. 3 to 9 p.m. at 2301 East 10th Street at, I think it's called RE Public. Um, maybe it's Republic, but uh, I'm just not good at it. There's going to be music, food. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a fun time. Make sure you go check them out. Get there maybe a little early too and if you really want to lock down uh, your clothing items because I'll tell you what, they you will go six, out luck. fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they got some really good options, really expanding their portfolio of clothes. And so, yeah, go check them out, facevalueclothing.com uh, or facevalue underscore clothing. Zach, it's currently Wednesday. Yep. Uh, Maction's on. We're watching the Bowling Green Falcons yeah, try to go sucks. bowling. Okay, you know, I knew you were going to do this. I didn't tell you what to do when it, it came matter. to picking a handicap in the game. And your team, this is ridiculous. And some pride. it's 15 on 11 right now. These refs suck. But let's see, third and 17, we've been really good on third and long. Boom, there's another quick way to Watch stay. Watch out! Okay. Go for it on fourth down. Do not. Oh my god, he fumbled it. Anyways, uh, we're gonna stop talking about maximum football. College basketball started again. Yep. It's been hard. Just to ha- there's just not enough. We have three TVs on right now. It's not enough. Um, we're very overwhelmed Monday night. Very overwhelmed Monday night. It's gonna continue being that way. But guess what, Zach? On Sundays, there's only one thing we worry about, and that's NFL football. Ah, uh, for you. There is college basketball on Sundays. There's gonna be some good upcoming games. I'll be watching those instead of. Yeah, football. you know that. I yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that is the case after Monday's podcast. However, I had that Monday or that bye week where you say you kind of forget what it's like to just not have football. It kind of sucked, um, but I'm ready to be back into it. Although there was some devastating news on Monday for our team, but our Giants. But we'll get into that later. It's been a rough week. Been a rough week, but I'm excited for football. I'm excited to finally go to I think Tennessee's biggest game this year, this weekend. Um, so excited to see the one of the co-founding members of the HBT podcast and JB. So. Yeah, uh, appreciate the comments and texts mm-hmm. on the Colts stuff. Fun to hear what everyone thought. Uh, pretty much no positivity all around, so it's just good that we're all family in this. And uh, thanks for listening to me get that out. So I appreciate everyone that listened and commented on it. Um, Justin, let's talk football. Ball. Let's talk Thursday night. It's going to be windy. It's going to be rainy. And what other way would you want to decide the NFC South crown? We're talking Atlanta and Carolina. Mm-hmm. If you somehow don't remember from this podcast, this was the game of the year. Yep. Possibly the game of the decade. Yep. It was a, an all-timer, back and forth, down to the wire, overtime, everything you could want in a football game. 
Oh, BG just punted at 20 yards. I'll tell you what. Okay. And I just can't, I just can't look at the screen. And now we get Atlanta at Carolina on a Thursday night. Atlanta favored by a little under a field goal. Jeremy Chin is out. He will not Practiced. play. Practice. They're going to wait until next Sunday and make sure he's ready to go. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, I just, I just want to preface this that like I know it's prime time now. I know it's it is game of the game of the year part two, um, and it, you know game of the year being last or two weeks ago. It's still fresh in our mind. Let's not have those expectations. Uh, it's currently not for first place in the NFC South. We we don't who have the Panthers announced their starting quarterback yet? Is it? I think it's PJ. Okay, but you know there's some questions there, especially with Steve Wilkes. I just want to make sure that like. Whatever happens on Thursday night, let's not take away what happened two weeks ago. That's basically what I'm that's asking. A really, that's a really good point. I just want to – I know it's prime time. It's going to be a standalone game. And do they deserve it? Absolutely. But I just want everyone to know that let's let's not take away from what happened two weeks ago because we'll have that moment for the rest of our lives. And I, let's not diminish it. That's a really good point. I hope – I mean, every other play, they just show a highlight from game one. Like if it starts yeah. getting south, just – you yeah. could honestly just, change just it. turn on game yeah. one. Completely agree. We won't even. We won't know. Agree. No one will say. No anything. one's gonna care. Everyone's if, gonna be like, "Wow, that's a great game." PJ Moore got another penalty mm-hmm. for throwing his helmet. If it's rainy, three to zero in the third, and this is like, this is so bad. Just go to the fourth quarter of that game. Yeah, it's just an idea for them. Mm-hmm. Amazon could use a little bump. Yeah, and I think no one would blame them. Uh, maybe two streams where it's like one yep. st- stream A with Kirk Herb Street, and you know that prime time crew, but stream B just replay the game of the year. Yep, I agree. Um, do you have a winner? You got to go Falcons here. Okay. Uh, maybe the hottest team in the NFC South, even though he came off come off a loss. The team's playing well. They kind of have the script on best offensive game they had was against the Panthers defense. Yeah, I think they kind of have the script of how to handle them. I think Marcus Mariota is gonna you know throw for two hundred yards for maybe the second time this year. Yeah, and and I'm I'm really proud of him and happy for him. He does. I think Cordell Patterson didn't play in game one. He's gonna be a factor in game two. He's gonna score a touchdown. We all know it. And, you know, I just don't, I don't like what I saw. Although it was a come down game slash look ahead game last week against the Cincinnati Bengals, I didn't like what I saw from them. So I am going to go with the Falcons here on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take Falcons too. And <clears throat> as I start to remember about some of the Carolina Atlanta Thursday Night Classics, you have to talk about the run. And that was Jeremy Chin two years ago as the punt protector, just as a rookie going out there trying to make plays. Yeah. Um, I think it was a fourth and six. He did not have the call to go. No, he did not. But guess what? That's what the great ones do. Mm-hmm. And he got the first down. So something to remember. Um, but he's not playing. So I'm going Atlanta. I think they're going to run all over Carolina. And this is one of those games where you come in with no expectations if you're not a fan of the NFC South like Justin and I. Justin and I obviously have very high expectations for this battle. Yes. But if you don't, you're just kind of hoping for something. So hopefully the, the fans give us something. I mean, You know, I, I'm... God, this is why I don't like this people. team. Is this is like when I don't like sucks. people. I, you know, I don't like when people bet on my teams, especially with my friends. I'm already getting texts right now. You know what, guys? I didn't tell you to do anything with Bowling Green football. Retire for first place in the MAC. You want to? You want to? You want to gamble on MAC football? This is we're gonna get. This is we're gonna get. It's MAC football. Anything can happen on a Wednesday night. Anything can happen. Have some pride at home. All right, next one. So look ahead game. We got Toledo next week. I would have told you guys that. We're traveling across the country. We're not going to London though. We're going to Germany, Jesse. German. Du sprichst Deutsch. We're going to Germany. We got Seattle and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite. Let me tell you something, Justin. I don't get the disrespect for Seattle. When are we going to wake up and say Seattle is a good football team? I got Seattle in this. And frankly, I don't know if it's going to be that close. I think Seattle is going to walk in there, run the ball, stay tough. Tariq Woolen's going to love the, the chance to guard Mike Evans. 
Seattle is very tough up front and will stop the run. I don't think Geno's going to have the best day, but I think they're going to do just enough, and I think they're going to win this game by six to seven points. And I got Seattle in Germany, and I get I get the. Mm, this is really hard to record in a podcast. I mean, this team is sucks. Bowling Green sucks. I might break the record for saying a team sucks during a podcast. I don't like what right you're now. doing right now. Bowling I never said one bad thing about like Butler in any way last year. I don't sit here. I don't tell it's you about totally the different. Totally it's different. not. It's, it's just totally different. If, if I was like Rutgers suck, that's way different. But you don't actually watch Yeah, the only difference, now. the difference so with Rutgers. I'm not going to act like you're not invested in the season, so I have no problem saying it. I have said to you so many times, I want to go to the MAC championship game. I want to be a part of that. I've never well, had that since I've graduated high school. I want to do that. You haven't watched any games, so I don't feel bad about saying this. I don't feel bad. Wait, I watched the Marshall game. I watched last game. I watched this you game. Watch I watched the Marshall UCLA game. You just saw game. the highlights of the comeback. No, I watched That's it. Such, such Keyword comeback. Liar. We still come back. I Anyways. watched the Marshall game. What channel was it on? I didn't, I didn't say I it was on the, the NFL game. Network. That's a good trivia question. I, I knew that. Game. I'm just telling you. I watched that game. And I think your team sucks. Anyways. Let's not forget the Bucks were five minutes away from losing that game 13-6 to to the Rams. They somehow found some late magic to score. That was great for Brady. I talked about it. I just don't see it happening here. I like Seattle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to think about this game. And it's hard because why would, why would there be disrespect towards Seattle? Um, I do think that Tampa Bay's run defense is going to be able to hold Kenneth Walker a little bit. Maybe we'll see if he continues his fourth quarter dominance. Uh, but what I am worried about, like you said, is is Tampa Bay's offense. Uh, I have no idea what it's going to look like, and I don't really know if I can trust it. So I'm also going to go with Seattle. I think this is actually going to be maybe, besides you know Giants-Packers, maybe the most exciting possibly early morning Sunday game that we'll have, simply because... You know, there's there's just too, there's so much going on in this. You know, can the can the Seahawks continue their first place in the NFC West? Kind of start to separate themselves from the rest of the pack, and can Tampa Bay like actually turn a corner after an emotional win last week against the Rams? Um, kind of find something a little bit late in the you know late in the fourth quarter for them. So we'll see. I'm gonna go Seattle though because I just don't think that I don't think there's enough from Tampa Bay's offense in order to get it done. I think it's gonna be low scoring. I think it's gonna be close, but. I, I just find it hard to pick t- Tampa Bay in this situation. Yeah, I just don't I just don't think that win last week proved anything for me where you're like, okay, now Tampa's found it. They didn't do anything until very late in the fourth, and Seattle just isn't getting enough respect. So that's Germany. Let's go back to the States. Let's talk about a team that you don't love and a team that you do love. It's Minnesota. It's mm-hmm. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Buffalo getting a little bit over a field goal. Doesn't sound like Josh Allen is going to play. Justin, here's a question for you. Did you know? Minnesota would now be playing their fourth game against a backup quarterback. Now, you and I are big. You don't apologize for who you play. Did you? Were you aware of that? It's not their fourth game in a row against a backup quarterback. Not in a row. Not in a row. Oh, they said it fourth in a row. No. I, I simply don't care. Okay. Because guess what? We want to talk about other teams. What, what did Kansas City do last week? Zach. They, they beat a backup. And it, but it was it was a close game yeah. to, to, no, to the very right. end. What did what Buffalo that? do last week? Played one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and they lost. Like I'm tired of people saying back up this, back up that, because being seven and one right now is good. Like the Eagles don't have an impressive uh, impressive schedule right now. Look at who the Eagles play. Tell me about how many great quarterbacks they played this year, because the answer really might be one: Kirk Cousins. Yep. Okay, so I, I don't like when people say that because it's hard to win in the very NFL. Upset. Very upset. And they're seven and one right now, and I'm tired every every week, every time. It's so, there's there's never been any credit given to the Vikings this entire year except for Kirk Cousins wearing chains. That is the only credit this team has gotten all year long, and I'm tired of it. 
Case Keenum and the Bills want to come in there, or if the Bills want to come in led by Case Keenum, and they're still going to be favorites, that's just stupid. I don't know why we're going to do that. I'm taking Minnesota here. I'm taking Minnesota big here. Why? Because they're the better football team. They're they're you know a faster football team. They they're play not. harder. Also, I was corrected. Harrison Hitman Smith has had three game ceiling interceptions in a row, or at least three interceptions in a row. Three games, three interceptions. Um, and they're just a better football team. Case Keenum, Josh Allen. I don't care. I don't care. And yeah. don't try to take, I'm tired of people taking away. And this sucks. This sucks. I think if they played Josh Allen, Josh Allen even faking a UCL injury, um, I think they still win. And then what are we going to say? But now they have this whole Case Keenum thing. Stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, they're not a better football team than Buffalo. I, I'm not going to allow that to be said out loud without being challenged. But who, who wins do- against, I mean, who wins against the Jets? Minnesota or the Jets? I'm sorry. Who wins if they play each other? You're, t- you're taking Minnesota. Easily. Sauce on JJ? I don't know. Well, they have a quarterback who's not stupid. But I do, even with Josh Allen maybe playing not at 100%, I do like Minnesota here. I have Minnesota as well. I think they're going to be able to run the ball all over Buffalo. Minnesota didn't run well last week, but that was against Washington's front, which has proven to be really good over the past you know month and a half now. They've kind of found themselves. So I'm going to go Minnesota. I think they do just enough in a kind of a low-scoring game because I, I don't think Josh is going to play. Uh, and I think they're just going to run the ball over Buffalo because we saw how soft they were. Uh, last week, and I know they're at home, and that gives them a little bit of juice. But I think Minnesota's just going to walk away and win this game. And like you said, people are going to be like, "Oh, well, they got to play a backup." But you know what? They're going to be eight and one, and they're not going to care about it. So no, I like Minnesota as well. Thank you. Next one, Chicago uh, Bears got Detroit coming in. The Fighting Dan Campbell's off a big win over the Pack. Another divisional battle. Does Detroit keep it going and get two divisional wins in a row? That was that was definitely a question. For okay, you. sorry, I was just I was just uh, yeah. I I mean I don't okay. see the Lions coming in there because you said two divisional games in a row. I know I still thought you were talking about the Bears for some reason. I was like, Zach, oh. they can't have two divisional games in a row. Nope. Uh, timeout. If they start this clock early, I'm going to be so mad. I hate I hate college clock operators. Um, but anyways, yeah, you have to take the Bears here. Here's why they've actually been putting up points against like the not worst defense in the NFL. So to take them, to have them playing what is the worst defense in the NFL, except for when they play like a, a BS Packers team, I'm going to take the Bears here. I think this could be a very high scoring matchup just because we've seen the like, big plays that the Bears have let up themselves. I just think at the end of the day, the Bears have more firepower on offense, which I think everyone knows. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to, you know, he's probably going to look good. I think he's going to probably going to play good. Um, it's going to be another improving game, maybe some of his best numbers. From what we've seen, I could see this being like a forty-two to twenty-eight final. Drake's up sixteen to zero. I think it's going to be a. I'm sorry for college basketball talk there. Um, I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game that the Bears win by a lot. Yeah, I, I'm really sorry. I was I was paying attention. And I just checked the score real quick. And I just IUPUI. It's just good to have them back. Yeah, it's good to have them back. Sixteen to zero. They're down. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. I think the Bears are going to blitz them, and I do think Detroit has the ability to score, but. Uh, the Bears are going to win this one, just outscore them. I think the Bears score 35. I, I really think that the show continues. Fields runs everywhere. They make some plays in the passing game. Herbert breaks one, and they find a way to win. And Jared Goff, he just hasn't won a game on the road ever as a Lion, so I'm just not going to pick it now. Um, so I like the Bears finding some momentum, finding a way to win. Uh, but if Detroit and Carolina and these teams do want to find a way to win so the Colts can get some better playoff position, then so be it. So be it. Some draft position. But, uh, yeah, I like Chicago as well. Next one. Cruising right along here, Justin. Um, Danger Russ heads to Tennessee. 
Looks like Tannehill's back at practice. Looks like he's going to play. Nice little effort for Malik Willis in there. Yep. Nice little effort. Um, this is going to be a boring game. Yeah, this one's not going to be This is one more that's not going to be on the TV. Not going to really care too much. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Tennessee. I don't think Denver scores over 10. Yep. Tennessee's defense has been ridiculous mm-hmm. up front. They can just power you with Simmons and Autry and all these guys that they have. Um, and I know the, the Broncos were off a bye, but nothing in the world tells me that's an advantage for Hackett. If anything, I'm more concerned for Denver if Hackett had more time to think about how to mess this up. Um, and yeah, I don't think the Titans score a lot, and this is like a 17-10 to 10 win for Tennessee. Yeah, I... I agree. I think I'm going to take Tennessee. I will say I had like a, I was trying to see like what defenses were available. Yeah. And like the Tennessee and I just had a bad feeling in my gut. I was like, I don't know. For some wow. reason, I just had a bad feeling in my gut. I was like, for some reason, I just don't like what I'm like. I don't know. I was like, I don't like the Broncos coming off a of bye right now in my gut. Although, as you said, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Up, up in my head. Yeah. It makes, I, I have zero faith in them this, off a of bye. It's just this thing about Tennessee. You just can't buy into it. I don't know what it is. It's just it wasn't even that. Right. I didn't even think about Tennessee. I was just literally like, I, I don't know. I just You're don't worried about us. I just don't feel good for some reason about them off a of buy. I feel like it's just kind of a good reset. Like they kind of stayed out of the news for a week, not as many distractions. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to take Tennessee. They yep. find ways to win or just keep it close against the best teams in the AFC, let alone one of the worst teams in the AFC right now. Um, There's so just no way to kick go. those in. You know, have some faith in Mason Law. Bowling Green lined up for the 52-yarder down 20 to nothing. In the opening half. stadium. So I'm going to guess. And okay, so that is. No one's ready. Just do the practice kick. That is going south. So there shouldn't be any. He's not going. He shouldn't be going into the wind. Okay. Oh, there's bottles going in our trash room. You're just going to get the full experience of what it's like to live in this apartment. We live next to the trash room. It has been a problem, to say the least. So, it's been a problem for the last month. Uh, we've been living here for a long time. Had some people here today. They didn't really care to listen to Justin. No. Uh, so that was great. I'll go back. I'll go talk to him again. I'm kind of um, yeah, I like the Titans here. Uh, next one. Jacksonville at Kansas City. This is kind of a weird matchup. This is one of those weird games. Yeah. I think this is one of those games, and I could be very wrong. It's not my game-winning field goal of the week, which, by the way, the Dolphins won by three. They did. There's something to that. I'm getting closer. I'm getting yeah. closer. It yeah. wasn't a game-winning field goal, but the, the, the number was what I was looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So we're getting somewhere. This is not my game-winning field goal of the week. But I do think this might be a game where, like, the Jaguars get up 14-0 in the first, like, six minutes, and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then the Chiefs win, like, 45-21. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be a weird, high-scoring game, a lot of big plays, and but the Chiefs just blow them out. I think it's going to be a blowout. I like the Chiefs at home against the Jags. Although, Mahomes as a plus-touchdown favorite, not great. So maybe not, but I, I do think the Chiefs run away with this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the Chiefs run away as well. Uh, the Chiefs offense like does this thing where they'll put up like a lot of points and then not a lot of points, and then yeah. a lot of points and not a lot of points. Well, if we're going by that, you know, back and forth effort. Uh, this is a lot of points week. This is a lot of points week. Good to know. So I Ryan agree. I think it's going to be a big game. I I just don't trust like the one thing about Kansas City, like their defense has improved a lot. And although they can let up big drives, I feel like they do create like big turnovers. It seems like every week yeah. there's just a big turnover yep. that they have. Defense. And against um, Trevor Lawrence, who just throws the like the ball up sometimes and like just kind of makes stupid decisions. Yep. Uh, I could see also another big Travis Etienne fumble. Oh. Uh, I, I just think that at the end of the day, even if it is close at the beginning, 
Get off the field. Get off the field. Get off the field. Well, they have to get off the field. Get off the field. Run off the field. Run off the field. It's a 53-yard kick in the MAC. I don't even know why we did that. We're talking way too much about Bowling Green football right now. Uh, we should, we're, we're, not, we're not a full podcast. People forget that sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it could be close early, but at the end of the day, it's going to be one of those things where you blink and the Chiefs just scored three touchdowns. Like You're going to yeah. be like, you're going to see it on red zone. You're like, oh, it is kind of a close game. And then you're going to like not see it. And then 20 minutes later, you're going to go back on and be like, how the hell is that to score right now? Yep. I just saw it. And yep. It was close. And now it's a blowout. Yeah, I think they roll. I, I do agree. I think Trevor's going to make some bad picks, throw for a lot of yards. It's just going to be a really weird game. Um, Kansas City wins big. Another weird matchup down in Miami. I think like Miami's just a three and a half point favorite forever. There are three and a half point favorites against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, don't know really what to make of them. Nice one against Cincinnati. Were they, off, were they on a bye last week? Yeah. Okay. This is We're getting near the end of the Jacoby Brissett era. They're going to Miami. And I think, once again, Miami just wins this game. The schedule's been pretty favorable for Miami here. Um, it could get weird with Chubb running the ball all over him. But That's the one thing I'd be nervous about. I just think this Cleveland defense has shown nothing all season. And once again, I think McDaniels is going to have his way. So I'm going Miami. Yeah, if the uh, Browns defense was like kind of meeting expectations right now, I could see this one being close. Yeah. Uh, they just really haven't. And I don't. Although they did well against Cincinnati, I feel like that's more of a Cincinnati issue than a Cleveland, like, you know, plus. Um, and I just don't trust his defense. I don't. I think that Cleveland, if they do it right, if the game goes their way, they will be able to control the clock. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that they could have opportunities against uh, Dolphins defense, who has looked very average at times. They've yeah. looked great at times, but they've looked very average at times. And. You know, I could see them putting up 24 points here. And, it, you know, maybe a big touchdown in the second half. But at the end of the day, with what these weapons are in Miami and what we've been able to see Tua do if he's actually, like, not throwing it directly to the defense for them to drop footballs, you know, they can they can score. They can score at will. They can score any time. And against a defense that I don't have any faith in how hard they play the game, even at this point, it, that's not a good matchup when you're going up against Waddle and Tyree Kill. I think Jeff Wilson, we're gonna, we could see a big game out of him, kind of a couple games into um, the Dolphins' era. I really like him in this system. I really, really do. I think he could have a big game and kind of just show that he is going to be an issue to deal with moving forward. Um, and you forget that Kaseki's there. Like, that's just another thing. You just skedaddle. forget that Kaseki's there doing the skedaddle. So I, I just trust his Dolphins' offense a lot more than I trust either the Browns, you know, controlling the game. And specifically the Browns defense. So <clears throat> yeah, Miami overs just might be a thing. It's two weeks in a row of just yeah. outrageously high results. Next one, we got a team coming off a of bye. It is your team. It's mm-hmm. the New York football giants. Houston coming in. They're on 10 days rest as well, so not a huge difference there. Uh coming off a loss to Philly. Justin, go ahead. New York Giants, Houston Texans. Yeah, I think this might be like the first time that we're favored in a game too in ever this year. Maybe the Panthers. You were favored against the Panthers. Maybe the Panthers. No, we weren't. We were underdogs. That's ridiculous. So this is our first time favored this year. So that comes with different expectations. Um, you know, the bye week I think was good. We had kind of we were kind of dinged up, and I think it was a good reset after a long road trip and just kind of a lot of emotional games. But then you know I don't know what makes you. I don't know if they need approval to go where they need to go on bye weeks. But players leaving the country on a bye week and just doing fun things. Doesn't seem like good use of bye week. I feel like for me, it's like when you take a random 
Friday off or a random Monday off at work is like, I'm just going to burn a PTO day. What do you do in those days? Yep. You just sit and do nothing. Yep. I thought that that's what kind of NFL players treated the bye week as. Apparently our NFL players ride uh, ATVs and have freak accidents and then your defensive play caller breaks a couple fingers and now is out for at least four weeks, possibly the rest of the season. We defensive don't know. Defensive play caller, explain it. Not your... Well, yeah. So I was going to say Xavier McKinney, our safety, um, who has played... You know, great this year, really taking a step forward. And now he, and it's kind of more just losing his safety as losing a defensive play caller that now, and he's a co-captain on the defense. So it's just kind of a big loss, I feel like, yeah. um, especially for the locker room and just kind of the leading of it. But play callers go, it's to Julian Love now, I believe. I kind of like, you know, I think that's a good replacement. I think that'll be good for him moving forward to kind of grow. And Dane Belton has shown some flashes and he'll be the replacement, Xavier. Um, so that's just the defensive question mark offensively. I think it'll be good to kind of, I don't know, give Danny at least some more reps or time to fuel or, you know, get together with these receivers. Kenny Galladay is returning this game. And I'm kind of excited for it. Although Mr. 72 million has done absolutely nothing for us in his time as a New York Giant. Uh, the quotes that he said the last few weeks about wanting to participate with this team, never being on a 10-win team before, like really wanting to make an impact. And also with... How are wide receiver core has done? Like at the end of the day, he is by far the most talented receiver we have right now. And I just think, I at least hope that Danny is going to show a lot of trust in him, specifically this week, to get him the football and allow him to make plays. And besides that, I don't really know what the status is on Evan Neal. I haven't really seen his name. I think he might still be out. And then Daniel Bellinger, who got poked in the eye, is still seeing double. So that's not good. I think, our, but so I guess. I haven't had a lot of time to talk about the New York Giants, aka two podcasts. So there we go. There's my, or three podcasts now. Actually, I haven't talked about the New York Giants. So there's my Giants update. At the end of the day, I am going to take the Giants against Houston. We're a better football team than Houston. We're not a better football team talent-wise than a lot of teams. Houston is one of them. And I do think we'll have some struggles running the football specifically early um, with Bellinger and possibly Neil being out. And, you know, they do have a great secondary, so maybe we'll have trouble passing the ball. But I trust our defense no matter what. We have a great run defense. I think we'll be able to at least contain Pierce a little bit. And then no matter if Xavier McKinney or any of our secondary is out, it's David Mills. Davis. Davis Mills. So I'm going to see the Giants. That's my long spiel Giants update. You're welcome. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go Giants. Like I said earlier in the year, I don't think they're capable of blowing anyone out. I don't think they're capable of getting blown out. I think always it's going to be right under that touchdown area. Um, I, yeah, I think the Giants are gonna run the ball. I, I disagree a little bit there. I think they're no. Not I gonna I'm, I don't think that we're not gonna run the ball. I think we're gonna struggle to run. the yeah, ball. Yeah, I disagree. Okay. Uh, I, I think you can run all over Houston. It's hard to throw on them. I think. Um, so I think the Giants are gonna have a lot of success running the ball, getting downfield, uh, which should help Daniel in the play action and create more things and make it easier on him. Uh, but Houston is very stout in the secondary and can't make plays. And then for Houston, all they can do is run the ball. So I think the game's going to be a little shortened because of that. So it's harder to kind of put teams away when that happens. And you kind of saw in the Eagles game, it just takes one fumble, one missed field goal, and all of a sudden the game gets a lot closer. Um, so definitely think the Giants are, are winning this game and win it comfortably, but um, don't necessarily see a blowout. No. But the Giants win. Next game. Uh, I, 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 so Justin and I are, I'm one game behind them. Mm-hmm. When I wrote all these out, we're on the same page so far. Um, don't think we're going to have any differences really at this point, but we'll see, I guess. Um, I felt so good about my picks this week. And then this stupid game popped up and it yeah. just pissed me off because mm-hmm. I don't want to see it on my screen. I don't want to tweet. I don't want to see any tweets about it. I don't want to see any highlights. Of I have it. a feeling you won't have to worry about that. New Orleans at Pittsburgh. 
I think I have to put this as my game-winning field goal game of the week. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense. Because I think someone, I guess, has to win. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. This could be the tie of the week. I'm going game-winning field goal of the week. I don't know. I'm pretty set on the Steelers winning this one. I, I wrote down Pitt. Uh, I think Just a lot of it is off a bye. home off a bye versus away on a, on a short week and a, a very physical, tough game against the Baltimore Ravens yeah. for the Saints. I think the Saints have a lot of question marks at quarterback right now. Um, just kind of, they have so many options. And I, I just think it, that can cause them like inconsistency in the locker room or, you know, the practice field or the film room or the quarterback room. And I, I mean, I, the Saints haven't shown you anything to trust them. And at the end of the day, I know Pittsburgh can like put up a fight at least. That's the one thing I know about Pittsburgh is like they, even when they get blown out, like they kind of fight till the end. That's one thing I respect about them right now is. Mm-hmm. Although the fan base doesn't act like it, like they do fight to the end. They seem to just continue uh, fighting. And, and I think their defense, like the Saints aren't enough of a powerhouse offense to like really make you worry that they need to put up 24 no, points to win. No. And we'll see what, what they look like offensively. I assume Pickett's going to play, you know, and maybe they'll be able to run the ball. Lord knows what their offense is going to look like. They could score 10 points and I could be wrong, but am I, am I I'm going to take my Tomlin off a of bye against a struggling Saints beat up team on a short week's rest. Yep, I agree. I actually looks like uh, the Warren dude or the backup is going to get equal touches as Najee, which is ridiculous. But I, I think that that might be more of a, we're just going to just keep take Najee, care of Najee healthy. Yeah. We'll I think the Matt Colts are going to do this, could do the same thing with, we'll get in the Colts game, I guess. But. Um, yeah, the, Matt Canada, we'll see what he does off a of bye. Probably nothing. But yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh as well. Game winning field goal game of the week. Next one. We're into the four clocks, I think. Did I get that right? You're right now. Come on! And I, I'll, look, I'll say it. That's only because the Colts. You knew the Colts were at 4 o'clock. Well, I actually forgot about the Colts and put them at the bottom. Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong that. Yeah. They did. I guess that kind of helped, probably. Um, Dallas at Green Bay just had 4 o'clock vibes to it. No, you're right. And I, I should I should be... Uh, that's definitely an America's Game of the Week game. Like, just Gross. looking at those two logos. Um, and I should have given more credit. That's on me. Thank you. Uh, Dallas at Green Bay. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like... Somewhere deep down, Justin, you want to like just tell yourself like, this is the game for Green Bay, right? When everyone officially doubts them, when everyone officially is like, okay, they stink. No, 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 no. No, I could, I did not look at that game thinking this. I, I know. I'm just saying deep down, I'm sure those Packers fans would want to be like, oh, but what if, what if we figure out against Dallas, against McCarthy, Will, Willie, stats, yes, big guy. Start up a good point. Um, watermelon being smashed from McCarthy minus five thousand this week. You think so? Going to oh, play his own team. He's going to go play his own team. Otherwise, yeah. I think this is a boys. This should get the job. No, no, no. Out. This is so Dallas is going to come in with a little extra fuel. Do this. Oh my god. Uh, win this one for the skipper. I think is one of those kind of yeah. things for Dallas. Uh, they're just going to get. I mean, Green Bay is severely banged up. They haven't been on a buy in forever because for some reason they chose not to do it after London. So stupid. That would have. I think that they actually win two more games if they got a buy in for London. It really killed them. Um, and so they don't. I don't think they have one for another two weeks. Like they've played a ton of football since that London trip, which was just. Dumb. And it's also like think about where they've gone. They've gone. They went Lambo to London, to Lambo to Washington. To Buffalo, to Detroit, yeah. like they've been all over the it's eastern side they of got asked. the United so, States and on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I'm going Dallas here. I think Dallas handily wins. Handily, I, I just don't. I mean, what the hell would show that Green Bay is going to score? So. That's my biggest thing. This is going to be the game where, like, 
I, I think Dallas's defense is is a great defense. I think it's a top defense in the NFL, but I do think that they get a lot of overhype. And I, I mean, I've always said like they have a lot of great players, but you know, Michael Parsons, remember when he was like the MVP, the runaway MVP? We mm-hmm. haven't heard his name in a couple of weeks. And like Trayvon Diggs, like, you know, every time you watch him, like he's going to get picked. And Marcus Lawrence will have like a three-game sack. And it's kind of like they do it in spurts and then you don't hear about them for a while. This is going to be a game where it's like they just shine. They're going to absolutely shine. Because what we've seen from Green Bay is they don't know how to call plays and they turn the ball over right now there in Rodgers. Trayvon Diggs is going to bait Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers underthrows it or something, it's going to happen because Older and Rodgers, you're like, have fun oh, trying to bait a Trayvon moves, Diggs. Davante, yeah, you're screwed, yeah, yeah. Trayvon. This Aaron Rodgers that I'm seeing right now, not the case. I think Micah Parsons is going to have a field day getting to Aaron Rodgers. And then if it's not Micah Parsons, it's going to be Demarcus Lawrence. And they're going to have, it's just, I, I have absolutely no idea how they score on this team. When the worst defense in the NFL, you only get nine points on. I One of the best defense in the NFL, I don't know how you get eight. I don't. No, and I think deep down Green Bay, so I don't have a problem saying this. I'm not saying I want Aaron to get hurt, but I, I, I want to see Green Bay keep getting their shit kicked in because it's kind of fun because Rodgers has been such a dick about all this. Yeah. So I want to see it happen. I think the Packers fans do too because they want to see love at this point. Either You for, have to see what you have. And it's either to make him the quarterback next year or to get his trade value up yeah. for another team to you try to You have to, to see what he has. So you have to put him in. So if that means they get killed, I think Green Bay fans now are at the point where they are totally okay with it because Aaron has been so AWOL. Uh, really for a while, but now it's hit its peak. So, and uh, dude, do you have to say that? Like, oh, I want to say it that this would be maybe like the perfect time to start Jordan Love. Like in a world where Aaron Rodgers didn't sign an extension, because let me just say this. Let me like just this say game? this. Let me just say this. Zach. Mm. And here's why: Are you helping Jordan Love? Like in terms of like who you're starting against? No, but I just have to say this. Yeah. When you're talking about value and what to do, if Jordan Love's plays bad. No one has any. No one blames on him. If he plays good, though, you're like okay. And then he goes Titans, and it, like this is their next three games. This is all I'm saying. Their next three games are Dallas, Tennessee, Philadelphia, and this is all I'm saying. Those are three games. If you started Jordan Love and he got his shit kicked in every single one of those games, you do not blame Jordan Love at all. If he plays semi decent in those three games, then you're kind of like, what? What do we have here? Something. Yeah. So in terms of just like, we don't have this guy under control that much longer. Let's just throw him in. There's literally nothing that, there's no downside for the fact that all you're going to learn is he, if you thought he was the guy, let's be honest, if there was flashes you saw in practice, he would have already be playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers right now. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I don't. I don't agree. I and it goes against everything I'm saying. I'm just saying for this specific. Who's after, who's after Philly, uh, Philly? The Bears. He will start that game. That's that's my prediction. When is their bye, dude? Okay, no, they go. God, it's after the Bears. They're so. I, I still think he plays against the Bears. No, I'm just. Saying, I'm just saying in general. That's just so surprising. Yeah, I, I think that's his game. Because yeah, after saying that, you can't put him out there against Dallas. You can't put him out there against Tennessee. And you certainly can't. I'm just saying it's like one of those things where what if? Yeah, they can't do it. You can't. But I'm just saying if you did it, there's no downside in my in my preference. Yeah, I, I think there could be a lot of downside if he sucks, looks awful, loses all of his confidence. No one wants him. Packers fans don't want him. And yeah. Yeah, but this is the thing though, Zach. Is they if if there were flashes of him. 
there we would have known by now. There would have he would have either started or there would have been. I know. They so especially if you know that you're not going to put him in against a great defense where he's going to look like an absolute idiot. Then you throw him against against Chicago. Because my thing though is that like if he doesn't play good, you're you were never going to start him anyways, and you're going to at some point or he's not at some point his value right now. Even if he played great, his value right now is is not anything. No. His value is zero. I disagree. How much do you think he'd get in a trade? If trade deadline was still of like they could still trade, how much do you think he gets traded for? Right now? Yeah. How much do you think he'd get? Nothing right now. And that's my point. No. I, no, I just disagree. I think that's really stupid. I just think if you put him up against Dallas in this defense and you know for a fact he's going to get killed, we know it's not going to go well because like you've said, we know he hasn't done enough in practice or in the one, two games we saw him or in the preseason that we were like, oh, maybe there is something here. They know it too. So they're not going to throw him out there against some shit brain team. They're going to wait and try to give him the best situation possible so maybe he can get his confidence up and do that. Not by throwing my, out there against Dallas. I, and my, all I'm saying, Zach, And you've said it five times now. No, but I, I'm, I, have a, I have a different side of it. Oh if, if this was his first or second year, okay, I understand. The issue is, is that after this year, you have to decide if you're giving him a fifth year, if you're giving him a fifth year or not. You have to decide that. Your clock, it's already past due. The homework is due at twelve at eleven fifty nine p.m. and it's eleven forty five right now. You have absolutely no time left. So my point, just just being, if it was a different, if it was a year ago, yeah, you start him after the bye or you start him against the Bears and you do it that way. But in this situation, you have to find out right now what you have in Jordan Love. You can't move off of him in the offseason for anything even if you don't play him. You can't. You can barely move him off for anything if he shows a little bit of flash and because or. And if he plays like dog shit, you weren't going to get anything from him anyways. And you know then, you know then this offseason what you have to do. Because if I'm a Packers fan right now, this is the thing I'm most afraid of. We have a guy who's been sitting under Aaron Rodgers for three years now. He's going into year four. And we know zero things about him other than the fact that the Packers haven't wanted to give him a shot yet. We have Aaron Rodgers, who we signed extension to, who has looked like absolute crap this entire year. And we're pretty much locked in on him. I want to know, do we, if we tank... And we have a top five draft pick or a top six draft pick and a quarterback falls to us. I need to take that quarterback right now because I know Jordan Love isn't the answer. It was confirmed. And I know we can't trust Aaron Rodgers right now. And so I just want to move all of that away and start brand new. Because you can't, if you're a Packers fan, I've been talking about Jordan Love for three years now. And I'd be going into year four and I know nothing about him. We might as well just throw him to the wolves and see what happens. Because at the end of the day, we probably already know our answer. So why not just find out the easy way? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going to keep talking in circles. You can do another 10-minute rant on it if you'd like. I, I mean, I had a different approach at that very last point. So No, it came back to the right. It's the same exact thing. No, I, I even if they should put him out there, they didn't this week, so they're not going all right. All right, Packers fans, have fun with the Jordan Love comments this entire offseason when we don't know anything. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So, All right, moving on. We're both on Dallas. Arizona at LA Rams. It looks like Stafford is in the concussion protocol. I don't know how that magically happened on a Wednesday. It's kind of random. I feel like that should happen on Monday. Probably ATV accident. It's yeah. Uh, so not great for them. Arizona at LA. I mean, this is basically for me. If Kyler doesn't throw a pick six, I think Arizona wins. Like even if he does, I mean, ten points should win this game for Arizona. LA Rams already can't score. The only thing they can ever do is get the ball to Cooper. And now you're putting in John Walford, who doesn't have a connection with Cooper. I, there's just no way. And it's not like you can be like, oh, they can run the ball. Their starting running back is like some dude named Rivers or something. I don't even know who it is. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Arizona. Uh, I'm going Arizona, too. And for me, it's just a pretty simple thing. Is like last week was really the first time we didn't see like a big offensive turnover for the Rams. 
and they lost. Like we've seen a lot of just bad pick yeah. six, defensive touchdowns, yeah. fumbles. We've seen it all from them. And last week was the first time we saw it, and they still blew it at the end. There's just there's just no there's nothing. They're a lifeless body laying on the floor of the NFC West right yeah. now. And the Falcons like actually have stuff to fight for still. Like I know that they're really out of the playoff mm-hmm. picture, but they need to win games, especially for Kyler and Cliff. And this defense is like it's a fun defense to watch. Like I know they let up big plays every once in a while, but it is a fun defense to watch. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to cause havoc for whoever starts for the, the Rams. I I think even if Kyler sucks, this is still going to be a two yeah, I think he's a two suck. score game. Yeah, yeah. I, I plus you already heard Jalen Ramsey at the end of the last game be like, "We're sick of our offense not doing anything." Like you can, these guys are going to start tank, throwing in the towel if Arizona gets up early and the Rams have zero points early in the third. Like the, they're just they're just going to give up. So I like Arizona as well. Um, another, LA we're staying with LA at San Fran though uh, should we do the Colts right now since that's the night game oh whoopsie yeah, sorry I put them in the bottom I mean what, what, what is there to say about it Colts at Raiders Raiders yeah, are favored order. Ra- yeah, that's fair that's a good point Raiders are favored by under a touchdown just barely um, I don't know we announced some 30 year old guy named Parks and Rec is going to be calling plays for us and uh, it sounds like the team met their coach today. So, yeah. I mean, this is a game where I guess if we want to say anything is that Raiders fans should kind of look at it like if we lose this game, we know McDaniels is not our coach because in zero effing way should the Raiders lose this game. So if he lo- if they do lose, and I, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy thing Mitch sent me. It's oh, well, I was going to. Was that not the dumbest text I've ever received in my life? I, mean, I think at the time, it, you know, it could have waited till like tonight, I think. But it, it's... You think we hired Mitch? So Mitch texted. But think about it. No, I'm not going to think who, about it. Who is your least favorite coach in the NFL? I mean, I, I, I don't even like, I don't even hate McDaniels. Like we, I, I would have rather had Frank Reich through all this than McDaniels. So I, I don't. No, I mean, but I, it's he's not. A piece it's of shit. It's, it's, he's a scumbag. Here we go. Yeah, but it, Ballard was way more mad at him than like Ursa ever was. Maybe it's Ballard then. Maybe Ballard called the shots. I think it's just fun if you're I a Raiders can fan. You Ballard did look, not call but you want to know. You want to know what you want to know why Raiders fans are doing this. Because what did you just say to yourself? You know that that means that Mc, Mc, or sorry, McDaniel's is not your coach. So if I'm a Raiders fan right now and they're in such a bad mental state, arguably a worse mental state than the Colts fans, because although the Raiders fans. No. Although the Raiders fans haven't had to deal with the BS that you've guys gone through, in two months, you're going to be in a way better headspace than Raiders fans. A I, way I, better I don't think we can guarantee that at all. I don't think we can guarantee that at all. Oh, I think it's. I think it can be pretty much guaranteed. We because have no idea what the Colts are going to do. We have no idea what the Colts are going to do, but the Raiders are locked in right now. They are locked in in a lot of places right now. And in two months, if they find out that if you think McDaniels isn't going to be their guy, they got to tear it all down. They got to tear it all down after the season. So if I'm a Raiders fan, I'm just looking for anything to give ourselves any sort of like justification on what could possibly be going on. So I'd link conspiracy theory. It's like politics. There's always a conspiracy theory. I was I just didn't understand that text at the time. It was It wasn't. It was it was I texted him. He went right away. He backed off right away. I I texted him separately and because when you responded and I said to him, I was like I was ready to lose now it. might not be the time, Mitch. Might want to just let that one just want, want to sit it out. I mean like, it wasn't even about him. I'm like, that was just so effing ridiculous. I don't want to see that right now. I didn't yeah. care that he was saying like not to make it about me, but I'm like, it's not it's just a stupid text. Uh, uh, for those, we kind of just talked about we didn't even say conspiracy theory yet. The conspiracy the conspiracy theory is that 
the Colts fired Frank Reich and hired Jeff Saturday and made it the dumbest coaching hire in NFL history because if the Colts beat the Raiders with that, that that gets uh, Josh McDaniels fired. And if we remember, Josh McDaniels took the Colts job and then backed out of it. So it's basically Indy getting back at him. Yeah. And he sent that like 25 minutes into yeah. me understanding what was going Conspiracy on. Conspiracy theories work quick. There's no, they, they have no sleep. They don't sleep. No. Um, no. I guess the only thing I'll say, and I'm, I'm saying this very, very extremely, extremely cautiously. I shouldn't even be saying it. 2% worried Saturday maybe fixes our offensive line a little bit and we, we look a little better. It's still not going to matter. We're still going to lose. We're still not going to score more than 10 points. But I just don't want to win any games, and I'm a little worried we might win one or two because of him. But it's whatever. I'll tell you what, it's hard to in the NFL. It is really hard to lose, you know, nine straight games in a row, especially when you're playing teams like the Jaguars and I guess you already, already played, played the Jaguars, the Texans, and Once. the Raiders. Well, I mean, you still have to play them. We still got. Games. We still got. I'm just saying, it's hard in the NFL to lose that many games in a row. So don't be mad if you win a game or two. I will absolutely be mad if we win a game or two. Are just you saying? It's, you want me to be happy? I'm not saying be happy. I'm just saying, like, don't be like we are going to lose every single game. Like, I understand. I am coming in with that mindset. But I want that. I know you want it. I'm just saying. And I will be mad if we win. It is going to be hard to lose every single game. I will be pissed. Okay. And you have every right to be pissed. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. I will be surprised. If you win a game. Well, I guess we have have Pittsburgh at home and Houston at home. Yeah. We'll win one of those. And a really bad Raiders team. We're not going to win. That'd be absolutely ridiculous. Parks and Rec has never called a play in his life. So, um,. All right. You know, it's not fair to Parks Fraser. Are you kidding me? He's 30 years old. He gets to call plays. This is his chance. He should be juiced. Well, I mean the nickname. Parks and Rec? I think that's a little I just unfair. made that up on the spot. I know. I, was... I just want to say. I think it's a little unfair. The show is based out of Indiana? It is. It is. It is, but... I'm not calling him a clown. It's not, it's not, known, for, it's not known for smart people. <laughs> all Andy, he's the Andy Dwyer. It's it's like this. Let's let's you know put it to a Raiders fan. I have a certain buddy. His name oh. is Mitch Lorkowski. Yep. Whose nickname was Seinfeld. That's yeah, and I'll tell you what, it wasn't his favorite thing in the world. So if you see Mitch, don't call him Seinfeld. I'm gonna tweet Parks and Rec and see what the see what the crowd thinks. Say tell say Parks and Rec versus Seinfeld and see if Mitch understands what you're saying. That'd be funny. Okay. Um, I did. You didn't make a pick. Neither did you. Oh, I I I did. Vegas. Don't I swear, Justin? I'm not kidding. We can joke and we can laugh and you can say there's. I swear to God. If you pick the Colts, no. I will throw this microphone at your head. <laughs> no, okay. First of all, why is your thing green? That makes no sense. I've never seen it that way before. Uh, Hopefully it's picking up. It is. I, I'm, I've been looking at it. But uh, I wasn't going to do that. I was laughing. You started smirking. No, because I was thinking about the time when I didn't make my pick yet. And you were like, I swear you said whatever team it was. And I was like, I didn't. You are like, yeah, you did. Yeah, I swear. Well, why would I have written down that? Why would I have written well, down? Well, that was. And so that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I didn't hear the pick. I knew the pick. I thought you said the Colts. No, this one's different. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to because it, it's an interim head coach. It's like, that's kind of the rule. You always pick the interim head coach game one, but I'm not going to do When it. they're with the team before that, yeah. He was a team advisor. No. He was a team advisor, Zach. They met him today. Guy said it was cool to meet Jeff. That is a quote. It's like, look, here's, you know, this is what I've I said, I don't want right? to keep talking about it. I don't no. want to keep talking about it. <laughs> You know when your sub when your teacher goes on you know or maternity leave you know you get you get a sub in you got you got a test day one you're still expected days to test right oh my god <laughs> okay. no I'm going I'm going Raiders here okay. and a close one and a close one because damn it I don't know how, I don't know how the Raiders score I don't know how the Raiders score I'll tell you how they score Max Crosby 
walks up to Sam, grabs the ball from him, and walks into the end zone. That's a good point. That's a good point. That is going to happen. But this is, you want to know, Zach, in response, Derek Carr throws right to Shaq Leonard. I understand that. They're not going to do anything <laughs> on us. That's fine. I under, our defense is, I don't care. I this do is my game winning field goal. Raiders. I can't stand you right now. You don't, you don't do, though. Those are my thing. I'm just, you know, why can't I do it? Because I have to write it down now. It's confusing. I got two. You don't have to. No, I do. You said it. I have to have two game winning field goals a week now. I'm not going to know which one's mine. Oh, we're going to be well aware which one's yours. It's going to be a whole mess. All right, moving on. Chargers at San Fran. I mean, holy shit. You thought Atlanta would be bad, bad matchup for the Chargers? Welcome to the team that's 10 times better than them. I don't even want to. This game's going to make you so mad. I don't want to watch this game. They're going to get ran through. Like, congrats to. No, this this is the thing, though. They're not going to. What do you mean? I think that Jimmy G is going to play bad in prime time, and I think they're going to the Forty Nine ers are going to win, but it's going to be because of Staley mess up. That's my prediction. I think this game is going to be closer than people think. I think Herbert's going to have a bad play that's going to give the Forty Nine ers the lead. They're going to get the ball back, and Staley is going to not know what to do with himself like every other time. Let me just ask you this question: Name one time the Chargers played well on national television, and or that they've won because of like coaching right well that'd be zero times yeah every time they play in prime time like something stupid happens yes and the 49ers just are a weird team is Debo questionable I know he's off the bye hopefully he still comes I mean hopefully he still plays I haven't seen anything but if he doesn't play I think it makes it even worse situation and I'm just saying at the end of the day I think it's going to be a close game and I just can see Staley messing up on prime time because that's what happens every time yeah I mean I just think Christian McCaffrey's going to run for like 200 yards so I don't think it's going to be that close. I hope it is because I like Herbert. And I feel bad for him. I really do. Um, it looks like they're going to have... not. It looks like they're going to have... Uh, oh, just get the first down. He got it. He got look it. Look at that spot. Oh, look at that spot. That's he was forward short. progress. Um, I do feel bad for Herbert. But yeah, I just I think they're so outmanned in this coaching-wise and talent. So it's going to be ugly. It also doesn't help that he has a team of receivers that just can't stand the field. So we have no differences right now. It doesn't happen a lot. It's happened like the last four weeks. I guess it has happened a lot. Um, I mean, Commanders at Philadelphia. I mean, what are we talking about here? So, do you want to say anything about the game? I really want the Commanders to win. Okay. I would understand that comment. but Actually, I don't after their comments today. It's kind of BS. Go, baby. Um, was this the game? What was that Sunday Night Eagles game that cost you the playoffs? It was this game. Yeah, so that's... A little PTSD coming back on a Monday night. But hey, Butler, Penn State plays 8.30. We'll be watching that instead. Yeah. Philadelphia's going to win. Rutgers plays, uh, I think, maybe Fairleigh Dickinson. Tough matchup. Not going to be able to watch it. Probably going to lose. Anything on the game? Uh, maybe it's close just because you never know with Heineke. He seems to keep every... Like, has Heineke ever had a... Bl- has, has he ever gotten blown out? I don't know, but if it's a night for it to happen, it's this one. So the Eagles are on 11 days rest. So, take a shot. Vikings three-point loss. Take a shot. He's taking a shot. He's going deep. He's... Oh, you got to throw a flag. Oh. Uh, Vikings lost by three. Colts won by one. I hate ESPN always sending me to Apple Music. Packers won by two. Bears won by five. Titans lost by four. Or, you know, like... I guess the Titans one was once. But, like, I mean, he... <laughs> The plus minus on him this year might yeah. be zero. Yeah. It might be zero. Yeah, so I can see it being a close game, actually. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. But I got Philly winning. You got Philly winning? Mm-hmm. All right, Justin. Well, this is where it's going to be the make or break season. Upset picks and blowout picks. Um, I have the upset pick this week. 
which I think is very beneficial, although we have a lot of upset options. You're questioning me, as you always do, as I write every time. First pick, Jay. Because why did pick. I... You picked, you picked the blowout before me last week. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. I was just thinking. Every week, every week you question it when I get to this part. I yeah, I do. If we went back to every podcast and listened to it, I do. every time you look up and say something... I do. And you are wrong every time. I'm just... Look, it's <laughs> not me questioning I write it down. Jack, I, I just know. Don't, I, I'm, just re, I'm just trying. I'm rethinking. It's been a long week. I'm rethinking. I'm just, this is why I write it down. I, so I, avoid I, don't, the I don't question you it. You have to think. I I'm making it easier for you. I don't want you to think. Just confirming. Hey, it's a competition. What happened to you writing all these down on your phone anyway so you could go look? What happened to that? I mean, I have it always on my phone, but I just don't. I don't write down who did it first. I just write down like. Well, you know, maybe maybe start doing it instead of questioning me. Because Zach, look, there's a reason why in a golf competition you keep your you keep your track of your opponent's score. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing that, so I'm just rethinking it. Right, and I'm just saying since you're not, I would just like for you to trust me on what's going on here. I do, and guess what? You do, not, you do not trust me. That's a total lie. That's a total lie. You do not. Well, guess what? Next Wednesday, I'm gonna do it again. I know. All right. My upset pick is Arizona. Uh, the Rams are still favored by one and a half. It's a fair upset. Um, I, ha- I liked Arizona with Stafford playing anyways. Um, I'd like them even more now, so I'm going Arizona. And this quarterback is so bad. Okay. Who is your upset pick of the week? Your options um, are, if you want to run through them, Seattle, Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota. You don't even want to think? Really? I mean, who else do I have? Well, you have Seattle, and Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep, those are your options. And I said I don't, I don't know what to think about this game with Tom Brady and them. Like I just don't know what to think. Yep. I know what to think about the Vikings. They're gonna win. And it's pretty set in stone. Blowout of the week. This, uh, this one is where it gets a little tough. Um, I don't think we really ha- we don't have any double digit spreads, do we? How many blowout of the weeks have we hit? I think one in our entirety. We're not very good at these. Uh, I yeah. hit the Cowboys. And we the Eagles. It's hard to win my I had the NFL. Eagles. Yeah, you have the Eagles. And then week seven. I don't know what happened in week seven with the Ravens, but I assume they win. Um, there's there's no double 10. digit, so we don't have to worry about any crazy Philly, Philly is minus 11. Oh, I thought they were... All right, read that wrong. Um, one game initially sticks out to me. However, I don't trust Thursday night division on the road necessarily. Uh I just, you know, Bears, you, you think about the Bears, you're like, the Lions just think, I don't know if I trust that defense enough to actually mm-hmm. blow out the Lions. Mm-hmm. Titans, Broncos, just going to be way too close. Jaguars, Chiefs, the Chiefs can be a weird team sometimes. That could be a blow up potentially. Um, and then at the end of the day, though, I'm going to go Dallas. On the road, Dallas at Green Bay. All of my except what, for would you like, and I'll give you this since this was a whole thing for us. If Jordan Love gets into the game, would you like some something here? No, no. Okay. I don't think that changes it. Okay. Just wanted to offer it to you. No, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. based on our prior conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right, I just want to say at the end of the day, my point wasn't that he was going to play well. No, no. Look, <laughs> we're we're going to argue on the pot. What was the one where I literally wanted to, we didn't talk for the next the next night? It was it was the Brady, Brady Belichick. It was Brady Belichick. We didn't talk for over twenty four hours. No, we didn't. It was a little awkward. That was also the last game because that was like Monday night. So we I think if School if this podcast ended with the Jordan Love argument, we might it might be that's very true. But we do have Drake IPY to watch together. So that that, that, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I 
I want to take the Falcons. Like, can you trust the Falcons to blow out a team, though? No. A team that's known for blowing games, no. Uh, the Chiefs, like the Jaguars, just weird. Could they pull out that one? And then at the end of the day, I don't know how the Packers score 10 points. I really don't. Yeah. And Jair, like they look good. What last week was like the first time that their defense and like Jair kind of looked good. And guess what? It was against, it was against the uh, yeah. Detroit Lions. Yeah. I think that they could get picked apart off a of bye. Them still like just going downwards, Brown and Green Bay. I think it's a perfect setup for a blowout. Perfect setup. This would be, and this would be a, this would be a double digit spread if uh, Dallas was at home. I agree. Even maybe on a neutral. Yeah, by the models, technically they'd be probably around a ten point favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm going San Fran. I'm just going to stick to my guns there at home on Sunday night, just run it all over. Uh, and I think just there's so much pressure on Herbert to make a mistake. So yeah, going with the 49ers. Um, what did what did BG just do? I think they just ran a fake punt and you get it. Okay. Folks, that's the pod. That is the week. We're never recording during a boring game again. Week 10. Pre- well, there's only one week left. And yeah, it's glass bowl. So at this point, go. I'm going to be a Toledo guy, I think. Okay, um, dude. That's. No. That, see, there's a line. Burke. There's a line. Burke. No, I have something yeah, to no, say. I, say Burke. I, usually get I have something to say. Thoughts. Have I even ever joked, joked about saying I'm going to be a Xavier fan? I know, but that's also not fair to me because you have two college teams. So it's like, oh, I can't joke about this team. No. I can't joke about this but, team. But, okay. Mr. Name, Sense, don't want to get canceled. Name the, God forbid I get canceled on the podcast. Name name the Rutgers, name the Rutgers rival. It's, it's not the name rivalry. The Rutgers it's the rival. moments. If I, if no. I bring up certain name games, the Rutgers if I bring rival. up Notre Dame, if I bring name. up certain moments. Yeah, but I can't You already just slipped in your head when I said it right there. You already had a little reaction <laughs> right there and I wasn't even talking about it. No, Zach. It's, just, me, it's exhausting. No, I can't but, bring up. I can't talk about any of your teams. I can't. There's just so many. What am I supposed to do? Okay. Now Tennessee is in the me, mix. It's no, okay. Okay. So stop. I'm, I'm just cheering for Tennessee. I'm. You know. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to visit a buddy there. Uh, let me just ask the simple question. Cancel culture. Who is Rucker's rival? Who is Rucker's rival? You're asking me that. Yeah. You're sitting here right now. Asking me if I were to just, you know, if I'm thinking of teams in my head, yeah. there's a bunch of them. There's IU, there's Purdue. If I'm thinking of that one Rutgers team where it's like, it's Seton Hall. It's Seton Hall. It's a big it's, battle once a year. It's not. It took me a while to think of a team there, but we got there. It's it's not, and that's the problem. But if you say... Well, I'm not going to apologize for you not having a if rival. If you say... You have an, but an this is my point. That, this is my point. If you say, who's the Bowling Green rival? Yeah, you'd say Toledo. It's clear as day, Tuck Felito. Clear as yeah. day, Tuck Felito. Yeah. So you can say, I'll be a scene off and I'd have a reaction. You can say, I'll be a Penn team. State or Maryland fan. I would cheer for Rutgers in that game. Whatever. At the end of the day, yeah. when we're ranking Justin's least favorite colleges, Tuck Felito is number one. And you're going to sit here... I you're going to look at me man to man, eye to eye, and say that you're going to be Toledo. You guys just sucked. pissing me off. I didn't tell you to take him. I told my boss, though. You didn't say not to take him. Or you didn't ask me. I said I said the pick at like 2 o'clock today. Oh, and yeah. I think you hearted it. You're going to go Falcons. What am I supposed to say? No? Hey, <laughs> you can't have both. You cannot be both guys there in that situation. I, t- I never, never said that. Any other closing thoughts? Uh... I think I have to. I have to either decide to watch the Giants game driving back, or well, listen to the Giants game driving back. I should say, or if I want to leave at like eight a.m. and I haven't decided yet. I would do the uh, old iPad Sunday ticket thing. I don't have an iPad. I will give you mine or a hotspot. That I can't help you with. So I'm doing phone listening. Go Giants, though. Let's win. Let's start. Let's start off the bye week. Win the next two games. Here, take us out.
If the money ain't involved, I don't really wanna know I'm just trying to get the revenue and never let it slow I go crazy, I'm lazy, amazing enough Everybody says I'm genius, but that's just a bluff I'm an underrated, overeducated individual Always turn a profit and I'm dishing out residuals To the homies that are day one, past the A1 This is high stakes and I think I like it well done Never let the mainstream affect my mentality Never caught conforming just to benefit salary Busy trying to blossom, but the weather gonna challenge me Time for Burke season, other artists getting allergies Cleveland, Royal I strive for greatness, dodging all the criticism, starring in the matrix. Only one request when the people want to play this scream, jump, clap, let the music get contagious. If I make the crowd jump, would you listen to me? If I sound like Lil Pump, could I make it groovy? If I'm crazy like Ye, would they be consuming? If I sang like Jermaine, would it sound soothing? If I made the crowd jump, would you listen to me? If I sound like Lil Pump, could I make it groovy? If I'm crazy like Ye, would they be consuming? If I sang like Jermaine, would it sound soothing? Oh, this is scary, but it's just a representation of all of your peers They tell you go one way if you wanna clear The jump that is life, but I urge you to veer I know this is scary, but it's just a fear A representation of all of your peers They tell you go one way if you wanna clear The jump that is life, but I urge you to veer So, after you've heard everything Are you ready? I've been trying to find my sound, but it's difficult to do How do I combine the instrumental with my mood? Maybe it's a problem when I got an attitude But at least I ain't as bad as all the bitches on The View Hating how the lights get the money and the fans All the marketing today just a scam, send and spam If there's one thing to realize, please understand That a Twitter or an Instagram never make a man I'ma do my own thing, you can hate from afar Oh, you wanna join the gang? Better bring a gold star Wouldn't know what I was thinking even if it's in a bar In a different kind of world like we watch an avatar Love Hard work, positivity will prosper If it were up to me, you wouldn't even make the roster Oh, you sound sick, you don't even need a doctor My life's like a movie, and I deserve an Oscar If I made the crowd jump, would you listen to me? If I sound like Lil Pump, could I make it groovy? If I'm crazy like Ye, would they be consuming? If I sang like Jermaine, would it sound soothing? If I made the crowd jump, would you listen to me? If I sound like Lil Pump, could I make it groovy? If I'm crazy like Ye, would they be consuming? If I sang like Jermaine, would it sound soothing? I know this is scary, but it's just a fear A representation of all of your peers They tell you go one way if you wanna clear The jump that is life, but I urge you to veer I know this is scary, but it's just a fear A representation of all of your peers They tell you go one way if you wanna clear The jump that is life, but I urge you to veer